Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. I am M, your astro queen, here to deliver you the weekly energy updates and astro goodness. And I am so grateful I can be in your ear holes. Today is a Wednesday episode, so that means we get to either do a little bit of learning about new astrology topics, I either get to have a rant about whatever the fuck I want, or yeah, basically it's a free reign. So that is pretty cool. Um, But today we are talking all things money and how you can use astrology and your astrology chart to heal your relationship with money and how to dive deeper into your money stories and all the juicy goodness that goes with that. So today we're going to be focusing on the second house. And if you don't know what is um, a house or how to find it, or you've never seen your astrology chart before, please check out the link in the show notes. I've got a nice little video that shows you how to pull up your own chart and how to just interpret the basics of it. So um, super simple, super easy. Go and do that so you get the most out of this episode because as I'm speaking here, you may or may not um, be able to fully follow along if you don't know the houses. Okay, so that would be my first bit of advice. But before I jump into today's episode, um, I would just love to say thank you to all of you beautiful, beautiful souls who have been sharing this podcast far and wide to your friends and your family. It is, uh, I'm so deeply grateful and appreciative of you doing so. And by you sharing this, it helps spread my message and helps others get aligned um, and, you know, helps them understand and prepare for the week ahead energies. So if you think that somebody would benefit from this, please do yourself, well, do them a favor and do me a favor. Um, Please share the podcast. That would um, mean the absolute world to me. So thank you to all of those who have. Um, It's so amazing to see these podcast numbers grow every week. Uh, It's so exciting. Um, and another public service announcement whilst we're at it, um, Sunshine Coast ladies, uh, I am running my next sister circle on the 18th of February. So I would love you to come and join me in circle. Um, it's going to be a beautiful three hour journey and you get to be intimate with me. We, uh, I will, I only allow 10 people to the circles at an absolute maximum And yeah, we get to go deep. So if you are feeling the call, if your soul is wanting to dive deeper with other like-minded souls and to go on a journey of self-exploration, these ceremonies are like no other. I wouldn't even really call it a ceremony. It's a journey. It's an exploration of self. It's an activation and a transmission. Um, I generally activate the fuck out of people. (laughs) Um, So many light codes and transmissions come through. Um, You get to see a little bit of my shamanic side come through. Um, It's a very intuitively guided um, circle and process. So if that is of interest to you, please uh, jump onto that. I will have a link for tickets in the show note. And again, it's only strictly limited to to 10. So jump all over that like a rash. (laughs) All right. Um, So I think that's my housekeeping stuff. Um, You would notice that this episode is going to be going out uh, later on the Wednesday, which is fine. Um, Again, I'm still committed to getting it out to you on a Wednesday. Didn't say what time it had to be. (laughs) No, Um, I just was feeling a little bit, I don't know, I needed to be a little bit more organized and I perhaps was not um, as organized as I could be. I just haven't quite gotten to the swing or the routine with having this second um, episode done on a Wednesday. I haven't kind of found my groove when I do that. Maybe I should just double do it on the weekend. So I have one done for Monday, one done for Wednesday, still playing around with that. So bear with me guys. Um, so we're just kind of 
you know, ironing out the kinks because I'm fucking all over that Monday episode like a rash. Um, They're my favorite ones to do because that helps prep me for the week ahead. I get to go through the energies and all the things. And then the Wednesdays, I'm just kind of finding my my groove. So bear with me, guys. Uh, Bear with me. Anyways, as I mentioned, today we are talking all things money. So um, in astrology, I bet you may or may not have known um, that we have certain... um, planets that relate to money. We have certain houses uh, in within our astrology chart that also relate to us and how we receive money and how we work and share money with others. Um, so that is the second house uh, as to how we receive money and our values and our material possessions and our worth is all ruled by the second house. And the eighth house is another money house that is like our shared resources. So um our merging together of bank accounts. If you have a loved one or a partner, the eighth house is that kind of money. If money is coming to you through other people, um, that is also eighth house. Um, But the second house, um, which is what I'm going to be focusing mostly on today, is all about how you receive money and how you deal with money. Um, So knowing this is super important. And for me, it's been absolutely game-changing and really noticing and understanding my patterns, what my lessons are, and how to really break free of some of this stuff. Because some of this stuff um, within your astrology chart can be somewhat karmic. Um, It can also be that we've just had really poor, shitty conditioning. Um, And what I mean by that is we've had perhaps um, not the best role models with regards to our parents. We learn a lot of our money stories and get um, handed down money stories from generation to generation to generation. So um, for a lot of us, we it's something that we're always continuing to work on and or should work on. Um, and for some of us, you know, that hasn't been a problem and they've always had money. So um, wherever you fall on that scale, um, everyone has their own journey. And yeah, I'm going to really speak into what that kind of looks like um, when we're talking about it from the astrological perspective. And how we can really yeah, break this down and really start to kind of do the deep energetic healing work around this. So what I thought I would do today, and I don't know if you've been following me on the Instagrams, I did a reel um, about this and just explaining a couple of things. So um, a few things that you can look at when we're talking about money. So I obviously mentioned the second house um, and just looking at what sign uh, rules the second house and the ruling planet of that sign. So I will let you know what each of the planets that rule those specific signs are as we go through them as well. Um, So firstly, just understanding what sign is in your second house um, is a really great place to start. And that's where we're going to begin today. And then um, I think I might do, this might be a three-part series episode. um, And then we might look into, uh, we'll do the potentially what planets in the second and the eighth house may mean. And then um, I don't know, it's a bit tricky to talk about aspects because there's so many different combinations of aspects. That's where it does get a bit tricky um, to break all of that down. But um, yeah, we'll also tie in a few other bits and pieces and how to really bring this all together and talking a bit about conditioning and beliefs and all that sort of stuff too. So um, that's going to be fun. So thank you for coming on this journey with me. So Let's go and start talking about this. I'm just going to pull up my notes. So um, when we're looking at the second house, so you'll see if you um, have no idea what I'm talking about, there is a video, as I mentioned, go and check that out. Put your details in again, be as accurate as you can with your birth time, um, because if you're not as accurate, then the houses won't be 
um, in the right place because your rising sign, which dictates the house system, um, actually changes every two and a half hours. So you need to be pretty accurate um, to get the most out of this. Um, if not, if you do not know your house um, or what your second house is, then you can also look at this from the perspective of the sun or if you happen to know what your Venus placement is, if you just put your birthday tales in with just like say 12 p.m. as the time, um, you'll at least know where your Venus placement is. So you can refer this to your Venus placement if all else fails, okay? So a couple of alternatives here. So if you have Aries in your second house, uh, Aries is ruled by Mars, so that's the ruling planet. So you may or may not have planets in your second house, and it doesn't matter if you do, it doesn't matter if you don't. Um, again, just it will mean that the energy slightly changes if you do have planets um, because this will affect how this is um, coming out energetically for you. And if you don't, um, then we look to the ruling planet. So as I said, Aries is ruled by Mars. So if you have a second house uh, that is ruled by Aries, so this would be if you are a Pisces rising, you will have Aries for your second house. And what we'd look at here is if it's empty, then we will go, okay, um, we need to look at where your Mars is because then that sign, you can also listen for that sign as well because that will dictate how your money stories kind of play out too. So have that in mind. So if you are a little bit familiar with astrology or you can at least identify where Mars is, um, and again, in that video, I tell you with the glyphs um, when you're looking at it, um, which each of the ones are. So all you need to know is just like where it is and whatever else. Um, and then that way I can, yeah, you can at least get heaps more out of this. So um, I feel like, yeah, I just need to get that housekeeping out of the way. Again, um, astrology is quite a complex topic. However, I have been told that I'm pretty good at practically breaking it down so it's easier and more digestible for you to understand and to actually make it practical so that, you know, it doesn't have to be this big complex thing. Um, okay, so um, if you have Aries in the second house, now let's talk about what this might look like for you. Um, you may be very impulsive with purchases. Um, you like to take take charge when it comes to receiving money and you will go out um, and make money when you need it. Um, you will make it happen. You're not afraid to work for money, but you may burn out quite quickly if you're only chasing the dollars and not having a plan and not really protecting your energy. So um, have that in mind because that can be a little bit of a shadow energy um, for a second house in Aries. And yeah, Aries is really about embodying the warrior kind of nature. So sometimes, you know, it might be like you might associate receiving money with hard work and depending on where your Mars placement is. So this is where I would ask you to look for where Mars is in your chart and then whatever sign Mars is in, also listen to that because that will also give you a flavor of how this energy plays out as well. Um, because sometimes, uh, like say if you had your Aries uh, your Mars in Aries as well. This would be like double this. And some people would really find that they might have to like, will think that they have to kind of work hard or always be taking action to make money. That money just can't come to them without them taking action. So um, that is Aries in the second house. Now, if you are a, you have a second house Taurus placement. So this would be if you are an Aries rising, um, your ruling planet is Venus. Um, and so if you have this in your second house, um, you're going to be very aligned to these kinds of energies. And Taurus in the second house is very deliberate with spending and will spend lots of money on things they see value in. 
Um, they crave stability and security with money. Um, they generally may not take too many risks. They like to just kind of take take things like within their comfortable range. Um, they like to indulge. Um, and again, sometimes depending on where this Venus is placed can lead to indulgence. So again, look to where Venus is and listen to that sign as well. Um, because yeah, having that Taurus, uh, in the second house can also mean that you really are quite materialistic or like things and material items and money are extremely important to you as well. So, um, you know, this is not the type of person that would really want to, like they kind of see the value in things. Um, but again, a shadow is that they feel like they have to have the material things in order to feel worthy or, to um, honor their self-worth because they have all of this money or all of this stuff, okay? So that is if you have Taurus in the second house. Uh, If you have Gemini in your second house, which would make you a Taurus rising, um, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, so that's a ruling planet. So go and uh, find out where Mercury is in your chart and listen to that as well. Um, So Gemini in the second house, um, you have potential to have like dual sources of income and money because Gemini are the twins. It's the duality energy. Um, So for someone who has a second house um, with Gemini, they will generally have multiple streams of income. Um, You know, they have um, erratic spending habits um, can also be a little bit of a thing. And again, um, just before I like really dive into this, Also, just know that as I'm breaking this down, there are a lot of other things at play too. So some of this may resonate and some of this uh, may be exacerbated depending on certain things. So also have that in mind as well, because there is a little bit more at play than obviously just the second house. We've got to take into consideration the planets um, and then how the planets are talking to each other as well. So this is where it gets complex. And this is where and why you need an astrologer to interpret all of this for you. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to chuck that out there too. So um. Yeah, having a Gemini um, in the second house, yeah, you can have the potentiality and the possibility of like having multiple streams of income, which is amazing. Um, Again, money may be, um, your spending patterns may be erratic. And when you give and receive money may also be in a bit of an erratic manner. Um, Geminis can sometimes, or the Gemini energy can be a little bit all over the place. Um, It's got its fingers in a few different pies. Um, so yeah, you might have a little bit of a scattered, uh, spending habit as well. So, um, if you are a cancer in the fourth, uh, cancer in the fourth house, cancer in the second house, uh, so that would make you a Gemini rising. Um, this, uh, cancer is ruled by the moon. So go and look where your moon is because this will tie into, um, how your money and beliefs uh, play out as well. So, um, People with cancer in the second house like to play safe with money um, and they believe money provides them with safety and they feel like they need to have money in order to feel safe Um, and that can sometimes be quite a shadow. Um, Cancer can also be a little bit too emotionally involved with purchases um, because they've got that moon energy as well. They may also be, um, you know, crave money or use money as like um, how to hold them emotionally stable as well can also be um, how that might play out with cancer in the second house. And they can also be really um, nurturing and generous having the having cancer in the second house as well. Um, and they really love to like mother other people. Um, so this could be like they use their money to kind of help mother others, if that makes sense, or nurture other people. So probably mothering is not the right word. 
more like to nurture others. So they like to be probably quite sentimental and nurture people and really take them on that beautiful um, journey as well. So um, that is if you have cancer in the second house. Um, If you have Leo in the second house, which would make you a cancer rising, um, Leo's love, like Leo is ruled by the sun. So this is how you outwardly express. So you would feel this energy quite strongly through your sun sign as well. So go and listen to that um, sign. So Leo values fun and likes to be seen and will likely want to spend big and have like the trendy things. Um, They want to kind of be a little bit showy sometimes. Again, this can sometimes be a bit of a shadow Um, and they want to make it seem like they may have more than what they do. Um, They like to be big and bold and to have the best of everything. doesn't necessarily mean that that is what they're actually making. Like they want to probably portray themselves as a really wealthy person or to like be that type of person that wants to try and keep up with the Joneses. Um, That can be Leo in the second house. But the other thing with Leo in the second house um, is that they're extremely generous. Um, So you can be really generous with your money um, if you have Leo in the second house. And you can also be very um, bold with your spending um, and quite brave. So, you know, you could potentially um, put a lot of money into big purchases um, and you're totally okay with that because that feels like a big, bold, brave thing for you to do. Um, And then in terms of your receivership to money, it's like you sometimes need to maybe potentially not be so proud if you're receiving money. Um, and to really open up those pathways to receive as well. Um, If you are a Virgo in the second house, so that would make you a Leo rising. So this is me. This is my personal uh, little second house (laughs) tidbit. So um, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. So when I look at my own money house, I look at obviously from the Virgo lens and then I look at where my Mercury is. So my Mercury is in Taurus. And so I relate strongly to the Taurus um, description of this as well. And I, yeah, for a um, Virgo in the second house, I crave certainty and structure around receiving money. I like to be organized. I like to receive money through acts of service. Um, I like to know when bills are due. I like to be really structured and organized so I can prepare because if I'm not organized and as a shadow of this, um, I may be anxious or worried about money when it's unknown or not organized when I don't know if I've got money coming in for a certain bill or what have you. I like to just have everything planned out and be really structured and organized in the way I receive money. So for me, that's quite important. And then I also look to my Mercury, which is um, for me in Taurus. So I guess this is kind of good to break down because obviously I'm really familiar with this um, energy as it's my own makeup. Um, So then I would look to Mercury, which is my ruling planet, and that's a planet. Mercury is a planet of communication. It's my analytical thinking. Um, It's how I express myself. And so um, that all comes through my Taurian lens. And so um, my Taurus in me really appreciates the finer things in life. I really value good quality food. I probably am a little bit prone to overindulging um, and spending a little bit more than I should. And then as we dive into these episodes on money a little bit further, I'm going to speak into a few aspects which can be um, a little bit tricky um, managing with regards to like potentially excessive spending and what to look out for and knowing your limits and your balance and um, how to kind of work with those energies. Because I have 
uh, a placement and actually no, I'm, I'll, I'll leave that because I'm going to speak into that um, in probably next week or the week after's episode uh, on the Wednesday. So um, yeah, it's really, really cool to look at this through the lens of yourself. And then obviously it's like, I know this because I embody this. Um, so yeah, for me, it just feels really easy to explain my own stuff, but, um, when it comes to the others, obviously I still am well-rounded and I still understand, um, how a lot of these other, um, signs work too, um, because I have read a lot of charts and spoken to a lot of people and seen how this has played out for them. So super, super cool. All right. So, um, now, where are we up to? So if you have Libra in the second house, so this would mean that you're a Virgo rising. Um, Libra is ruled by Venus. So also listen to where Venus is for you and see if that relates um, for you as well. Um, so Librans love to have balance between spending and receiving. Um, they may also feel like they're like always on the sliding scales with money. They may either have too much. Um, well, I mean, you can never have too much money, but you know, all of a sudden they have lots of money and then they go to not enough or then perhaps it's like, how do I find that balance of like, you know, I want to obviously have savings and I obviously want to have spending money. And how do I find that balance? Whereas if you're too far on either side of that scale, um, that's where you really need to work with that energy. Um, and then the other thing is like, do you, are you spending too much? Are you spending not enough? Are you being prudent? Like, uh, not prudent. Was it stringent, stringent with your money? Um, and are you not trusting that process and circulation of money and how that energy of money works? Um, maybe I should have even dived into the energetics of money, um, before this podcast, but Hey, I'll even speak into that next week. Uh, I will make a note to do that because I feel like that is a cool concept if you, um, potentially may have not actually looked at money as an energetic resource and actually not like a physical resource and not being too attached to it. That's also a really cool process to um, look at and work with when you're talking about your money story and healing your money story because everything is all tied in. Um, so I'm going to speak into that. Um, but coming back to the Libran uh, in the second Libra in the second house, um, yeah, it's really important for them to maintain balance. And, um, yeah, when they're out of balance, again, that's where you are prone to either excessive or not enough or having too much, not enough. Um, and you also may use money to express how you feel within relationships. So it's almost like you might use money, um, like gift giving and using your money to, um, express yourself within your relationships as well. So that is for Libra in the second house. Um, and if you have Scorpio in the second house, which means that you are a Libra rising, um, and Scorpio is ruled by both Mars and Pluto. So look at both of those, um, because astrology is funny that, um, obviously before we had telescopes, there were planets that we couldn't see, i.e. Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus. We only, um, recently were able to see those once we had the technology of a telescope. So, um, the traditional rulers, uh, therefore were Mars, um, for Scorpio. And as I speak into, um, both, ne uh, Pisces and Aquarius, you'll also see that they have um, two rulerships as well. So that is that. That's just a cool little fun fact for you. So um, Scorpios, um, money is always a bit of a mystery and they will always be striving to transform so they can make more money. Um, sometimes they can be a little bit possessive and too attached to money and things. 
um, and they may find it hard to actually let go of money. And for a Scorpio, um, you need to really trust in that process of circulation and like the process, um, and I've spoken about this before, of like the wheel of fortune or the wheel of life. And that's where we have, um, you know, death. Um, well, actually, uh, again, did the chicken lay the egg or did the chicken just appear? There's that argument as to which part of the cycle starts first. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm just going to go with no particular order. Um, so on that cycle, there's obviously like the death, the growth, the transformation, the rebirth. Um, and so that's like the cycle of life. And so you have to understand that money kind of works in the same way. It's like the death can be like the letting go of money, but then trusting that it's always going to come back in. So that's a very um, scorpionic uh, uh, trait, uh, having that in the second house. Um, if you have Sagittarius in the second house, which therefore would mean you are a Scorpio rising, um, which Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. So, um, this planet is the Jupiter is obviously the planet of expansion. So, um, Sagittarians love to be a little bit excessive sometimes in their spending. Um, they value and love spending money on travel and experiences, um, they aren't generally overly fussed or attached to materialistic things, um, but they sometimes can go a little bit excessive um, because of that Jupiter uh, rulership, which then amplifies and expands things. Um, their beliefs around money are very optimistic and they have a deep trust that they are supported um, when it comes to receiving um, money. So that's a cool little thing. Um, and... Capricorn in the second house, um, that would mean that you're a Saggy rising um, and Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So go and look at Saturn. Um, Capricorn can be very materialistic and appreciates the finer things in life. Um, we'll be very prudent when it comes to money. Capricorns always have money. I've never not met a Capricorn who, whether that be that you have Capricorn in the second house, whether that means you're a Capricorn sun, moon, rising, have a Venus in Capricorn, um, any kind of close personal planet in Capricorn, I've never not seen anyone's chart that doesn't not have money or what Capricorn um, energy can kind of do. You know, they can be very um, money conscious and kind of say like, oh, I don't have that money, but they always have money. Like there's just money always. Like they've just, they're very savvy and they're very prudent. So they will never not have money. <laughs> so uh, it is very favorable if you have Capricorn in the second house, might I add. Um and again, like they're very money conscious. They can budget well. They grow wealth. They grow wealth slowly throughout a lifetime as well. So that's a pretty cool um, placement to have if you have Capricorn in the second house. We're uh, nearly there, guys. Two more signs. Um, and if you are an Aquarius in the second house, which would therefore make you a Capricorn rising, um, Aquarius is ruled by both Saturn and Uranus. So go and check out where both of those fall because that's how this energy will be expressed for you. Um, Aquarians like to do their own thing when it comes to money. Um, they value things that probably a lot of other people most likely don't appreciate and or value because they just can't understand it because Aquarians just kind of march to the beat of their own drum and, you know, they probably really value something. So honor and trust that if you have Aquarius in the second house, that the things that you value, generally speaking, the rest of society probably does not value. <laughs> um, and yeah, you may be a little arrogant around money as well. That can be a little bit of a shadow there. Um, and 
yeah, Aquarius is just really about doing things its own way. Um, that's very much the archetype um, that Aquarius energy brings. And so having that in the second house, it's kind of like just do your own thing, guys. Um, you generally will have your own ways of doing stuff and you're probably very non-traditional, so just keep doing it. <laughs> um, and then Pisces in the second house, uh, Pisces is ruled by Jupiter and Neptune. So if you have Pisces in the second house, you are an Aquarius rising. And um, again, Pisces is an interesting energy in the second house because it does have that Jupiter expansion, um, which can, you know, mean that they do have an abundance of money. But with having Neptune there, that can also mean that there's not very great boundaries with that. So they might have a lot of money, but it might kind of um, not necessarily be well kept, um, if that makes sense. Um, so they love to spend. And when in alignment, they can tap into infinite, infinite abundance. Um, again, you may not have the best boundaries around spending habits and saving money, but you can be overly generous with money. Um, and potentially sometimes at the expense of yourself, it's like that shadow is the martyr kind of energy. Um, and Pisces will always find money to fund and support their dreams. Um, so having that in the second house, like you'll always have that, um, you'll always be able to find money. If it's something that supports you, um, in your dreams, you'll always find the money for that. So there you go. That is the second house through all 12 signs. Um, I hope that you, that made sense. I hope that I was able to break this down, um, to make sense for you. And I hope you got something out of it. Let me know. Um, again, I'm going to dive a little bit further into this topic. And yeah, I am hoping that if this all lands well and people are interested, then I am going to be offering a masterclass around this. And as part of that, I think it's going to look like, again, I haven't um, got all the finer details out yet, but I'm feeling like it's going to be a 90 minute masterclass. I'm going to break down this um, in a bit more detail and talk about the aspects and just really hone in on the specifics when it comes to healing that relationship with money and how you can really work with your astrology energies um, in order to help you with that. And um, as part of that too, I will open up at the end for any questions that will be specific to you. So you get that one-on-one -on -one time with me to ask me anything you want about your relationship with money. So I think that's going to be pretty fucking cool. And yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that because I'm going to be launching that ASAP. And yeah, that is pretty much all I've got for you, loves. Um, I hope that you are having a great week so far. Um, I am really feeling a little bit uh, with this waning moon. Um, my energy kind of has fallen off the the cliff. I was so energized last week. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm yawning as I say this. Um, so I feel like, yeah, I'm definitely feeling this waning moon vibes. But that's okay because we are going to hit the Aquarius new moon on the 10th and that's going to be a really fucking awesome moon. And obviously we're going to talk about that closer too. So uh, until Monday, I love all of you. Thank you for having me in your ear holes. And I will speak to you on Monday, bringing you all of the latest astro energy of the week. Uh, take care, my loves. Uh, bye.